Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. Barack Obama is on a tour of Australia. It's a speaking tour where he's going to make upwards of a million dollars. Oh, oh yeah. You know, I don't know if he's going to pay his fair share or not on that, but, you know, whatever. Martha's Vineyard won't pay for itself, people. That's all I'm saying. That's all I know. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. And while he's there... Speaking with the former Australian Foreign Affairs Minister, Julie Bishop, he's talking about China and President Xi Jinping, talking about how Xi has a forceful and confident demeanor. And then he goes into a discussion of, you know, once I left office, that's when things change with my successor coming in, meaning Donald Trump. I think he saw an opportunity, meaning Xi Jinping, because the U.S. president didn't seem to care that much about a rules-based international system. And so as a consequence, I think China's attitude as well, we can take advantage of what happens to be a vacuum internationally on a lot of these issues. This is Barack Obama claiming that China only became a problem because Trump was weak on the international stage. That's a... That's one heck of, of, of a take right there. I mean, that's a... That's a... That's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. No, no, it's... No, it's not. No, it is not. China only got tough because Trump was in office. Do you believe? No, I don't. No, I don't. I don't uh, believe. As a matter of fact, I think that is, um, I think that's surreal. I think that's nutty. I can't actually believe he said it. I, I, I am, I am rarely rarely flummoxed on air rarely i i don't know what to do with that what kind of line is this obama saying that things uh did not start becoming problematic until Trump took office? The cat's stealing you. The oyster's shucking you, I told him. You got the right ta-ta, but the wrong ho-ho. That's insane. That's madness. Because it, it is this, it's this real insult to history and a recognition of where the opportunities with China were and the decisions that China made not to be a part of it. I was amongst the contingent of people who, if you were to ask me in the 90s, early 2000s, I would have told you the key here is to open up McDonald's all over China, westernize China, and things will get better. China was working under a different premise. They watched 
Mikhail Gorbachev. They watched uh, the the end of of the Soviet Union. They watched the ends of other regimes, and their answer was not less communism, more. It was not a recognition that their system doesn't work, couldn't work, can't work. It was a conversation of, we have to have power and we refuse to give it up. Now what do we changes do we have to make while keeping it? And that's when they decided, I mean, it certainly was just, they were already doing it. We'll just make everything for everybody. We will take their money and we will keep our control and that's it. We can make these two things work, and that's where people got this ridiculous notion of what they call state-run capitalism. First things first, there is no such thing as state-run capitalism. Oh, bring me your economists. There is no such thing. They may have a book on it, they may teach it, but how possibly could capitalism have any descriptor? There is no late-stage capitalism. There is no state-run capitalism. None of this is real. These are the terminologies utilized to bastardize capitalism, to denigrate it, and to, in in a desire, eliminate it. You don't have capitalism in China if everything is owned by the state and everything is owned by the state. That's just not how it works. And you'd be a fool to think otherwise. But China not being a problem until then is, of course, laughable. Because China decided many years ago to be on the move. They decided many years ago, before uh, Trump, on on whether it be uh, China 2025, whether it be on the concepts of, of, of Belt and Road, whether it be going deep blue and building out their navy, and and being able to push the idea of having their own aircraft carriers... And they do today, and they're not great with them, but they'll get better. The more technology they can steal from the United States, the better they will get, because these are not people who create. These are people who steal. You will see uh, people post images of China and say, we're so far behind China. Look how beautiful they are. It's because they're showing a picture of some city where they've got 900 skyscrapers, and they're all lit up in all these different colors. Oh, look how pretty. If a light show is a determination of success, well, congratulations. How about the fact that they aren't going to be able to feed their people? How about the fact that they can't keep up in terms of, uh, well, just generalized manufacturing and technology with the rest of the world because they don't actually create, they have to steal to create? How about the fact when things get rough, they'll start by starving out 50 million people in the middle of the country? How about just what they do to the Uyghur Muslims or what they did to the Hong Kongers? These are the people you want to keep up with? And then you've got people like Jennifer Granholm, the energy secretary, saying they're doing such great work on green. They're doing such important work. A lot of useful idiots out there. I just didn't realize that Barack Obama was serious about being one of them. But... There you go.